0: Internal Revenue Service, IRS tax news. National Tax Security Awareness Week tax pros. Taxpayers can use secure online account and digital signature options. IR 2021-240, December 2nd, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service, state tax agencies and tax industry marked the fourth day of national tax security awareness week with a reminder to tax professionals and taxpayers that they can use digital signatures and a variety of common irs forms and access a secure online platform to view and make changes to their accounts so these can be really useful uh, improvements to make things easier they were items that in the past you would have thought there would be security kind of issues related to them with these kind of e-signature kind of authorizations and looking up your information online. But obviously, at this point in time, even financial institutions such as banking and so on are using these types of e-signatures and they're being very common in the commercial world and, and they appear to be a, a secure way of doing business. So the IRS is kind of behind in some of the areas to, to up their technology so that we can use the IRS website and a similar way that we might use kind of a banking website so we can access our information on it, we can track our payments on it, we can make payments on it and all that kind of stuff, as well as doing some of these signature kind of author authorizations, which in the past, we often had to basically go back and forth with faxes and and things like that, which seems less efficient, and no no more secure, frankly, (laughs) than than an an e-signature type of process of some kind that was well set up. So these seem to be improvements in my opinion. So the partners working together with the Security Summit, there's a link to the Security Summit here, today added the sixth annual National Tax Security Awareness Week, a week-long effort to heighten awareness about identity theft and data security measures among taxpayers, businesses, and tax professionals. To help reduce burden for tax community, the IRS allows taxpayers to use electronic or digital signatures on certain paper forms they cannot file electronically. The IRS is balancing the e signature option with critical security and protection needed against identity theft and fraud. Quote, the pandemic and the need for increased telework has created opportunities for sophisticated cyber criminals to scam people, end quote, said IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick. Quote, as an agency, we've been working to strengthen our defenses and working to help taxpayers these efforts include accepting digital signatures and improving our online platform to give people protected access to their tax information and quote types of accessible electronic signatures the irs will accept a wide range of electronic signatures there's a link to that here an electronic signature is a way to get approval on electronic documents it can be in many forms and created by many technologies acceptable electronic signature methods include a typed name on a signature block, a scanned or or digitized image of a handwritten signature that attached to an electronic record, a handwritten signature input into the electronic signature pad, a handwritten signature mark or command input on a display screen with a stylus device or a signature created by a third party software. The IRS doesn't specify what technologies a taxpayer must use to capture an electronic signature so note you know in the business world if you have if you've dealt with these kind of electronic signatures and most people have in one way or another but you probably have more awareness with them if you're in an industry where you need to be getting signatures and you're dealing with software in order to get that kind of authentication there's different kind of of softwares to that you can imagine basically putting that would give that authorization the same kind of authorization type of process uh, related to it. So I won't go into the softwares now, but you can imagine the different kind of ideas and ways that they might try to get the same kind of authorization you might have from a signature, which is supposed to have that kind of personal feel that you can actually identify somebody by their handwriting and so on with a digital format for the digital signature, which you would think that if you could get basically something that's actually written into a pad, that you get that same kind of signature uh, authentication or if you can basically verify someone's identity with an online kind of connection with their account and so on possibly that would be something <clears throat> that can qualifies as it as a digital signature you can also see the problems with this of course because you can copy and paste signatures these days and this and that and so the question is how you know how do you make this signature process secure but again in the business world they're using those those electronic signatures and they're making things a lot faster at least so the IRS will accept images of uh, signatures scanned or f- or uh, photographed, including common file types supported by Microsoft Three Hundred and Sixty Five, such as .tif, .pdf, Microsoft Office suite, or ZIP the irs allows taxpayers and representatives to use electronic or digital signatures on certain paper forms there's a link to that here if you want to look at those paper forms which they cannot file using IRS eFile. the forms there's a link to that here are available on irs.gov and through tax professional software products online accounts added features a new feature added this year gives taxpayers digital control over who can represent them or view their tax records A groundbreaking step in the agency's expansion of electronic options for tax taxpayers and their tax professionals now this is becoming more and more important if you are a tax professional you kind of want to get a a grasp of this because as you can see the tax code is being used for for a lot of these kind of programs and stimulus programs and so on and one of the things that they're doing are these prepayments this is becoming common now as we can see This stimulus payment was a prepayment the advanced child tax credits are prepayments and we've got the healthcare, the whole healthcare, you know, marketplace thing is a kind of prepayment. So it would be nice that if we could get access to get the clients into the software to get into their account so that we can get this information that we're going to need when filing the tax return. You could you could just know what's going to happen when you file the tax return. You're going to have to be saying, Did you get paid the CTC, the child tax credit advanced payments? How much? then they're going to have to wait for them to give you a response if they didn't keep the paperwork or whatever. If you if they had access to their account, that would be good. Same with the, any kind of stimulus payments and so on. So, so you might want to start proactively working at this point in time, getting people to log into their online accounts so that when you ask them those questions, you can get access, you can get answers to them, and possibly even they can provide you the information so that you can check that out. Uh, yourself if that if that's something that would be, you know, available too. but they got to get access to their account before any of that is possible, I believe. So the new feature, one of many recent enhancements to the online account for individuals will allow individual taxpayers to authorize their tax practitioner to represent them before the IRS with a power of attorney a POA. So obviously a power of, of attorney is different than just making the tax return because you're working kind of as the agent when you make the tax return, but it's still the responsibility of the taxpayer to review it and send it in. When you're talking power of attorney, now you have a situation similar to a lawyer type of situation where you might be talking to the IRS and have the capacity to make decisions on the client's behalf directly with the IRS. And for that, you typically need a power of attorney, uh, an authorization form uh, to get that, to get that. And that has in the past been a tedious form to get electronically faxes and so on, and then faxing it into the IRS, which again, doesn't seem either fast or efficient or, or very, you know, like you can't, you can't uh, have problems with securities with that. So, and to view their tax accounts with tax information authorization, the TIA. Tax professionals may go to the new tax pros account. There's a link to that here on irs.gov to digitally initiate POAs and TIAs. These digital authorization requests are simpler versions of the form 2848 and 8821. So those are the two forms, power of attorney and and the TIAs forms. Once completed and submitted by the tax professional, the authorization requests will appear in the taxpayers online account for their review approval or rejection so it goes through the accounts so in order to to do this your client has to be logged into their account because you're going to do this kind of e-signature type of process by logging in giving authorization through the login to the actual accounts so they have to electronic signature at that point within their account because the taxpayers identities are already verified at the time of login they simply check a box as their signature and submit the authorization request to the irs way easier if you can get your clients logged into the account that would be great without the faxing the fax just throw the fax away i don't want to i really don't want to deal with the fact i don't care if it's an email fax stop stop with the faxes just stop the, okay a, a key benefit is completed digital authorization and if accurate will go directly to the centralized authorization file, the CAF database and will not require manual processing. Most requests will be immediately recorded and uh, appear on the list of approved authorizations. So it might be faster in this way in the taxpayer's online account and the tax professional's tax pro account. Uh, Some authorizations may take up to 48 hours. Tax professionals may then go to e-services, transcript delivery service uh, to see the taxpayer's records way faster than the fax way faster than the fax it seems to me much big improvement if that actually works the way it's advertised haven't done it yet myself these new digital authorization options will be a much faster process it will allow the irs to reduce its current uh, caf caf inventory and to focus on authorization requests received through fax uh, mail or submitted forms, 2848 and 8821 online. There's links to those items here. All of which request the IRS personally, personnel to handle. To connect uh, with their tax professionals, taxpayers either sign in to their online account using the IRS username or id.me account. The IRS unveiled an improved identity verification and sign in process using id.me. That enables more people to securely access IRS online tools and application. This new process also applies to TaxPro's account. The Security Summit partners remind all tax professionals to review their security measures. IRS Publication 4557 Safeguarding Taxpayer Data. There's a link to that here provides tax pros with a starting point for basic steps to protect clients. In addition to the required information security plan, tax pros should also consider emergency response plan should they experience a breach and data theft. This time-saving step should include contact information for the IRS stakeholder liaison. There's a link to that here. Who are the uh, the first point of contact for data theft reporting to the IRS and to the states. The publication 5293 Data Security Resource Guide for Tax Professionals, there's a link to that here, provides a compilation of data theft information available on IRS.gov, including the reporting process. The IRS state agencies, the private sector tax industry, including tax professionals, work in partnership as the Security Summit. To help protect taxpayers from identity theft and refund fraud, this is part of a week-long series of tips. There's a link to that here to raise awareness about identity theft. CIRS.gov forward slash security summit. There's a link to that here for more details. Also, check out the most recent A Closer Look column on National Tax Security Awareness Week. There's a link to that here as well.